Welcome to Favorite Things with Mark, your home for all things random, rambling, and nonsensical. And welcome back to part two of the rambling episode. Yes. This time I get to lead the conversation <laughs> as if that was any different than any other week. Yeah, I stole the show last time. Oh, I'm totally cool with it. Actually, you should do it more often. <laughs> okay. Get to rest my voice. <laughs> so last last episode or five minutes ago for us, um, we talked about uh, some of your favorite things that you've engaged in since the 1st of June. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're kind of all over the place because we haven't really had had a topic that we feel strong enough about to necessarily do a full episode on. Um, and, and I'm okay with that. Honestly, us just talking is the whole reason for the podcast. Yeah. And, and that's the reason people listen. But uh, so I have a list, a rather lengthy <laughs> list of things that I've partaken in. And uh, I honestly uh, don't fully know where to start. So start I'll, at the top. I'll start at the top. <laughs> so uh, when we did our summer movies episode, uh, one of the movies I talked about wanting to see was uh, John Wick 3. Yeah. And so uh, thanks to the generosity of Bobby and Brianna Brown, uh, we uh, we now have a second car. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And so I was, last episode. I was able to go see a movie and not drag you along or have to wait for you or anything like mm-hmm. that. And uh, – so I went and saw John Wick 3. Yeah. And if you've seen John Wick 1 or John Wick 2, it's more of John Wick. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. It's really well choreographed, really well plotted, really well run out. Uh, I had one issue with the whole of the movie, and that's the the problem of it just ends. It just ends. ends. Yeah. Uh, There's no... Downfall there's, or whatever. There's, there's no real falling action. Yeah. It, it just kind of ends. Uh, great movie. Uh, you can tell that they're setting up to John Wick 4. Um, and it, it picks up right where John Wick 2 left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, my, my sorrow for the movie was that it, it wasn't its own thing. But that said, there are a lot of movies that aren't really their own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think once I have the closure of John Wick 4, I'll probably feel a lot better about it. But it was still really good. The whole of the movie was, it's a its a ride from beginning to end. If you're squeamish, it is easily the most gruesome of the John Wick <laughs> movies. Um, some of the stuff in there I can't unsee. Uh, fortunately, I, I am a I am a, I am a guy who squeezes my eyes shut if I, I see something too horrendous is yeah. coming. You don't think they're going to try to push it out for, for John Wick 5 and... Give you another uh, non-ending ending? <laughs> they might. It's entirely possible. Maybe it'll be like the old uh, Bob Hope and uh, what's his name uh, movies, the Road Two movies, where okay. they just keep going <laughs> and going and going, yeah. and and there's no real end. Uh, it's yeah. it, it's possible, but I mean, we we're at Fast and Furious Nine is filming right now. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But. Um, so in addition to that, uh, 
I think that was the last time I went to theaters. I actually went and saw that about two weeks ago, uh, about the time our last episode came out. Um, so the most of the stuff I've partaken in since then has either been on my personal device or in our home. And so one of the things that I started, that's one of my favorite things is not my favorite thing because I enjoyed it. What? Yeah. Is that confusing? (laughs) Yeah. All right. So in the same way that you were talking about last week of you've enjoyed gardening um, and God speaking to you in gardening um, because of some of the lessons that come out of it. um, One of the things that I, I've learned to enjoy is lessons that I pick up as I partake or don't partake in entertainment. And so uh, a few days ago, we started the movie Venom. It's it's on one of the services that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I didn't enjoy it. And so I stopped paying attention mm-hmm. and walked away and really don't have any desire to go back. And I can't attest to its quality as a, as a movie. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But it the reason it's one of my favorite things is because it was a lesson to me that I don't have to consume everything. Okay. And if I'm not enjoying something, I don't have to consume it all the way through. Yeah. And that was great. I, I, I love that because one of my things, one of my struggles is I, I feel like I've got to be part of the conversation. I got, I feel like I got to be in, I feel like I've got to eat the whole thing <laughs> and I don't, I don't have to. And that was Wonderful. I am very grateful to the movie Venom for teaching me that. Yeah. So it's one of my favorite things, not because I enjoyed the property, but because of what I learned. Yeah. Uh, if that sounds weird to you, eh, it's okay. I'm a weird guy. Um, so um, one of the other things that I enjoyed is a movie I keep going back to. It's comfort food. If it's ever on a, a live TV service, I will stop on the channel that this is on and I will watch it to its end. Uh, the X-Files movie. Yes. I love the 1998 X-Files <laughs> movie. I love the first five seasons of the X-Files. Um, and so I love watching that movie. It's, it's in my mind, the perfect move of a television show to a movie property. And it's got all of the conspiracy theories of the TV show, with a Hollywood budget, uh, it's well paced, it's well plotted. Uh, love, love the fire out of it. Um, and then went and I fell asleep to the first episode of the show that takes place after that. Uh-huh. And as I'm watching it, I was like, you know what? This could have really learned from the movie. <laughs> and it's just because the movie is so good and so well paced. They've got to tell a complete story and in two hours as opposed to a 22 episode season. Yeah. Uh, it's still good. It's still the X-Files, which I enjoy, but that movie, man, it's just from beginning to end, it has an explosive ending. It has kind of a weird beginning, beginning, but it, yeah. uh, it, it's got uh Forrest Gump from uh, NCIS New Orleans as a, <laughs> as a little boy. Now his what? name is Chris. 
His name's Chris. His name is Chris. I'm trying to remember now. Every time you say Forrest Gump, it makes me forget his name in there. It's Lucas Black in real life. Yeah. But I don't know. I call him Forrest Gump because he has this real thick Southern accent. He's from Alabama. I, it's, it is the most Alabama accent you could possibly have. <laughs> I don't know how he keeps it up. And he's I supposed to be in Texas in that one. I don't know how he keeps a straight face. I'd be talking like this. I'm smiling <laughs> at it right now. It's ridiculous. Anyhow, um, if I fall back into that accent, I'm sorry, listener. It's just, it's my habit that I fall back into accents after I've, I've been doing them for a while. But yeah, I love that movie. Um, and then changing, if, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know I love sci-fi and fantasy. And so changing the field slightly in, as far as, what I've taken in is uh, I watched a documentary. It's a documentary about a video game that's about <laughs> fantasy and, and stuff, but it's a documentary and it's called Raising Kratos. And I'll talk a bit about the video game that it's about here in a bit. Um, but Raising Kratos is about uh, the making of the 2018 video game, God of War. Um, it's not the first game in a series. It, it comes from a long, uh, famous, and in some cases infamous game series. Um, and it's, it's a really interesting story. The story behind the making of the game is, is almost more interesting to me than the, the game story itself. And I love the game story. But it's a story about a guy who left uh, a game studio comes back years later and wants to completely change the way that this character in popular culture was perceived. And it's a, it's a deeply personal story for him in the game. Uh, and so as, as you watch this documentary, it's, it's very real. You get to see moments where they're not at their best and they're arguing or yeah. they're, they're saying you've, Hey, I, I don't care. You've got to get it done. And you can see where they're feeling pressure as they're walking through this. And at the end of, of the documentary, uh, spoilers for a game that came out last year, it was a lot of people, including myself, at game of the year. It's um, And you watch their the face of Corey Barlog uh, as the game director as he reads the first review. And he's just brought to tears because they spent five years of their lives just totally inundated in, in the process of bringing this game to life. Um, and you watch the actors and the art designers and the combat designers, and they're putting everything they've got out there. And had that game come out to less than stellar reviews, it's five years of these people's lives that they, mm -hmm. they put into this. And um, it was really great. I, I love stuff like that because it puts a face for me to um, what went into the thing that I'm, I'm consuming. Cause I finished that game last year in, in about, in about 30 hours. Mm -hmm. And that's, I, I did that over Christmas break effectively. Yeah. They spent five years, five years of, five to seven day work weeks mm 
between eight to 12 hours. Yeah, she's making the biscuits on my yeah. lap. Um, I got a cat on my lap that's that's just cuddled in and, and wanting all my attention right now. But uh, it's really easy for me, whether it's a movie, a TV show, uh, a video game, to just write something off uh, in a in a moment uh, for good or bad and forget that years of people's lives were put into it. And so this documentary put a really good face to that. And I really appreciated it. It's on YouTube for free. Uh, if, if you have any interest in what goes into making a big budget video game, highly recommend it. It's, it's worthwhile. Uh, I recommend you play the game first. Uh, if you haven't or watch a, a, a some playthroughs of the game to kind of get some context, but really, really good, uh, documentary. Yeah. I know. I, I watched it with you. You, you watched it a second time cause you wanted me to see it. Yeah. So I fell asleep about the point where I had come into it the night before Yeah. or whenever, um, though I wasn't paying attention the time before too much, but, yeah. um, I remember watching with you and I was kind of intrigued by it, even though, you know, I, I could most of the time care less, but with yeah. that one, I was, I was intrigued. It was very well put together and you just got the emotion of these people yes. and just how they felt. But I think the thing that got me the most was the, um, the, the announcement. What is it that you watched the MP3? What? The E3, E3 conference. The E3 conference before anybody even knew that this game was coming out. Yeah. When they, they opened the conference with a live play of a sample of the game and like nobody, everyone's watching, trying to figure out what it was and showing people's faces. They're watching it. And then as soon as they showed the main character and how everyone's like going, Oh my gosh, no way. And just the, you know, I, even I started crying, like yeah. <laughs> just the emotion, the, the excitement and just how the, um, the, the response of the people making it when they saw how yeah. excited everybody was. And even you had the, you were part of those people that <laughs> were super excited. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't in the room, but right. I watched that conference live on a stream, <laughs> and I was I was moved by that conference on the day, and I remember that. And to <laughs> see their reaction as the creators of the project, as everyone just flipped the freak yeah. out, as yeah. as as it was just this overwhelming excitement yeah. in the room and online about this thing that's coming. Yeah. Cause he even went kind of almost in disguise. He hid himself as he walked into the yeah. place and nobody knew he was there. And what's crazy about that story it, to spoil some of the documentary is they walk away from this high point, this hype moment of, of, of showing this to walking out of it and going, Oh my gosh, now we have to build a game. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've literally spent so much time on building this demo. We actually have to build a 30 hour game around it. Yeah. Um, and so on that on that line of behind the scenes and getting views of uh, famous people, not so famous, famous people. Um, so I, I listen to a ton of podcasts. Uh, this is a podcast. Why not do a podcast about podcasts? Um, <laughs> but I listen to the, the kind of funny and watch the kind of funny shows uh, on YouTube and on podcasts. And. Uh, if you're looking for uh, clean language, uh, reverence, or anything like that, uh, I wouldn't listen to them. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're really they're really entertaining. They're a lot of fun. But they bring on people like the director of the game and and people who've worked on it 
Um, and they're one of the insights that actually led me to the documentary. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love their podcast. It's, it's one of those things that as I'm working through the day and things get really serious, they, they tend to, to drop just the right punchline to, to make me crack up, even if it's inappropriate. Um, <laughs> And in maybe a heavier day, um, moving into more appropriate podcasts. I've also been listening to uh, uh, the Bible Project podcast, oh, yes, and going through the God series, completely changing uh, tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, as a Christian, one of the things that's really difficult is this concept of God. What does God mean? Uh, Christian or not, the concept of God is is one of those things that for ages has just tripped up entire people groups, religions, uh, families. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you, you say you believe in God and a, a large portion of the population of the world does as well. But what that means varies from person to person. And yeah. this podcast digs into a very ethereal topic. And from a Christian worldview, from a Hebrew worldview, from an Israeli worldview, um, it takes a historical look at what does this mean? What did it mean in the in the conversation as as the Bible was being written? What does the view of God mean now? What are you looking back on all of this? What does it mean? Uh, and it breaks down bit by bit, little by little, and it's fascinating uh, and challenging, mm-hmm. but really, really, really good. Yeah, I've only got like three episodes in, so I'm way behind you. I've tried to keep up, but I, I'm not good with keeping up with stuff like that. And it's just the, after the first three episodes, the first two episodes, it just kind of blew my mind. No, it's like it was. It's it's well thought out. They do. Uh, I highly recommend the Bible Project videos if if you're a person of faith. Uh, they're very, very insightful. Yeah. Uh, the podcast goes even deeper. Yeah. All right. So changing tracks again, because Lord knows it wouldn't be our podcast if I didn't ramble around. <laughs> um, I've been watching a ton of anime. Um, <laughs> I've been watching, uh, I watched through a few episodes of Dragon Ball Z, uh, did a podcast about that ages ago, so I won't go too in depth. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely won't do the scream again. Uh, um, but please don't. You might scare our cats. I also might pop a blood vessel again. Yeah, I had a headache for a little bit after that. <laughs> um, but love the superheroics of of that show. But I also went back to uh, Cowboy Bebop. Um, so Cowboy Bebop is a space western. To put it in its most narrow view of what it is um it's uh also getting ready to be a netflix show and so i've been wanting to watch through it again before uh that show gets made and it's still so entertaining uh episodes are are standalone enough that you can consume them by themselves but it has a narrative through line from beginning to end just really really good uh, even if you're not a, necessarily an anime fan highly recommend Cowboy Bebop just because it's in general good sci-fi and it's a good space uh, space opera. Mm-hmm. Um, just Yeah, I was watching it with you the other day, kind of half paying attention and I thought, hmm, this is weird. <laughs> oh, it's it's super weird, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing that we watched together, 
is our annual watch through of the IT crowd. Yeah. Um, which is for me, it's one of my favorite sitcoms. Uh, very, very British. Yes. Um, but super fun. Uh, it's, I think we might have to do an episode just about IT crowd <laughs> at some point because there's some ridiculousness that oh, I can't, so ridiculous. <laughs> I can't get into in passing. Yeah. But, uh, if you, if you work a, if you work at a job where you feel like your coworkers might be insane, um, if you work at a job where you feel underappreciated, if you work at a job where you think there is no way that this is really happening, uh, watch IT crowd and, uh, it might hit really close to home for you, or you might just laugh at how ridiculous it is. You might think, oh, everybody's normal where I work. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of where you land on, on your workplace uh, yeah. after it, IT crowd is, is something, it's enjoyable. If you like British humor, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, so, wow, I blew through all that, and I am down to the last 10 minutes, and for my last 10 minutes, I'm going to talk about video games. Um <laughs> And so, uh, going back to raising Kratos, um, I've the the game that the the whole of that documentary is about God of War uh, was deeply affecting to me um, last year, and so I've been replaying it, and uh, it is it's really hard to summarize if you're not familiar with it. But, um, so the God of War franchise, uh, came out starting in 2005, came out with a series of games, one right after another, mm -hmm. uh, leading up to about 2013. And it, it's about an anti-hero. He's rage filled. He kills a ton of people and, and little G gods, um, in, in Greek mythology. And he's just an angry dude, not much personality, a lot of fun to play, but, uh, Honestly, from uh, from the standpoint of objective content, it's not necessarily something I would recommend. <laughs> um, but it's they were really fun to play. Um, and so the last game came out in 2013, and uh, a lot of people, including myself, kind of wrote the franchise off. It came and it went. A lot of video game franchises do that. And so when the game was reintroduced in 2016, uh, I was intrigued because it had a different look, different feel. Uh, it was going to be something new. Yeah. And um, when it came back, it, it won tons of awards last year. Mm -hmm. um, I, I played it before it, uh, it, it went to the Game Awards and won Game of the Year. And my goodness, such a great story of a guy who's a bad guy. Uh, Kratos, the main character, is a bad guy uh, at the start of the story. Yeah. Uh, at the end of all the other God of War games, he's he's a murderer. He's a mass murderer. Um, mm. And 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 not a nice man. He's sexist. He's um, just he he is he is a guy that has a rough past. And so that's where the, the game picks up. He is a man with a past who 
since the last games has has gained a wife and a son and the beginning of the game is burying his wife. Yeah, and even I cried watching you play the yeah. first part of that game. And uh, that game is is deeply moving. It is deeply powerful. Um, and and just, it, it's great to play. It's still very violent, um, but it comes from a very different place of you are, you're a guy who's trying to do better. Mm-hmm. You know you you're messed up. You're so messed up that you're hiding your past from your son. Mm. Um, and as we're looking down the barrel of adoption and I'm thinking about fatherhood and things that I've messed up in my past that as you weigh what you're going to talk about and what you're not going to talk about and mm-hmm. things. And, and as he goes through the story, some of the areas where Kratos messes up with his son, Atreus is, not telling his son things yeah. and um, just deeply affecting phenomenal story. Very epic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, probably one of the best games I've played in a long, long time. Uh, there are lots of other games that I have on this list that I've played and I'll talk about those later, but um, I'm going to wrap up talking about, uh, about God of War. And um, if you have a PlayStation four and, and haven't played a God of War, play God of War and, uh, if you're interested in it and you don't want to drop the money on a PlayStation, that's okay. You can watch a playthrough of the entire game. And it's like watching an epic movie. It's like watching a Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, and super, super powerful, uh, super well-written. Um, it moves a character who started out in Greek mythology over to Norse mythology um, and changes some things around if all you know about Norse mythology is the Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, characters that in the Marvel movies are good guys are not good guys. And so <laughs> you 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 have some discomfort with that. And that's okay. Um, yeah. But really well done. Really good themes of, of uh, truth, honesty, redemption, can you come back from being a bad person? Um, just really powerful and affecting, affecting yeah. stuff. So I covered a lot of ground, just the same as you <laughs> covered a lot yeah. of ground in yours. Um, but uh, that just goes to show you that favorite things isn't necessarily a one topic show. It can be, yeah. but sometimes it's just about, Enjoy the things that come up as they come up. Yeah. And it's not always a thing you watch. It's not always a thing you listen to. Sometimes it might be a thing you do. Enjoy the rambliness of life. Yes. Um, whether it's movies, video games, podcasts, company with your wife or friends or places you go eat or things you eat or just a good talk on the couch around a microphone. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the favorite things that you've got. We'll be back next time, whatever that is. I, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. It'll be as much a surprise to us as it is to you. Thanks for joining us. I hope you'll join us the next time we get to talk about our favorite things. Bye. Bye.